0: Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m. ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m. ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at DawnBradleyHair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, I should have made a song about that. Go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond, correspond, like it's like writing a letter old fashioned. You can actually chat with me there, and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. And welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be going live. I will put... My name's John Bradley. If you haven't been here before, if you haven't met, and I'm also going live on YouTube, but you guys might hear some noise because there's It is bedhead. For sure, it's bedhead going on. There is work getting done on my house right now, and so hopefully it doesn't get interrupted. But I'm really excited to be talking about this, and I know I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all my American friends. I'm in Canada, so it's just another Thursday up here. But today, we're going to be talking about late cancels and no-shows, and if you've ever been frustrated by a late cancel or a no-show before, give me an emoji in the comments. Hi, good morning, Jackie, because this morning, we're going to get into it. I'm so excited. If you didn't know, I go live weekday mornings at 8 a.m., just well, 8 a.m. ish Mountain Standard Time to go live and chat with you guys and answer your questions. So, a couple just like housekeeping things. First of all, if you're brand new here, put "new" in the comments. I want to make sure that I welcome you. I'm on Instagram Live. I'm also on YouTube Live. So, hello everyone on YouTube. I'm so excited that you're here. We've just started going live on YouTube. This is Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Go ahead and leave a comment with your name, if where you're tuning in from, and if you're brand new here, put "new." Or if you've been coming to these lives for a while. Say that too. Hi, Jamie. Hello. So glad that you're here. Hi, Erica. Good morning, Cultured Campus colorist. Peachy Keen. Hello. Hi, Mel. So excited that you guys are all here. So the next thing on the quick little checklist before I get into it is because these are live and because they're very interactive, I don't want to be someone talking on a screen at you. I want to talk with you. So I just ask that you guys participate in this. And I know I'm a lurker. I like to lurk in the background of these things and just watch. And that's okay too. You're welcome to be a lurker here as well. But the more you participate, the more you'll get out of these. And we have so much fun. If you haven't been here before, we have so much fun on these lives. And we're talking, I hate that light right there. That drives me nuts. It looks like have a little halo and we get into it. So the first most important thing is that this maintains a judgment-free zone. And if you guys can commit to this being a judgment-free zone, recognizing that sometimes we're going to disagree and have different opinions on things and we're all on different stages of our journey and so someone might be struggling with something and they might be nervous or scared to speak up because it feels like they might not be like what are people going to think? I want you guys to know this is a judgment-free zone where we can show up real, raw, honest and vulnerable. And if you guys are with me in that, can you just put a yes in the comments to show everyone else in the room here with us that you're a safe person? to be around and that it's okay to be real, raw, honest, and vulnerable where we're at, because that's what my education is all about. let us We can't grow and we can't get to where we want to go if we're not real and honest and vulnerable with ourselves. So yes. And then by putting the yes, you're actually kicking that inner mean girl or that inner mean person voice in the back of your head to the curb and saying, I'm not even going to judge myself for not being where I want to be or not have like, oh, you know, when you're like, oh, I should have known that I feel so stupid. I was saying yesterday to some students, like, I like was calling myself a loser the other day. And then when you start to call yourself like, oh, that's so, so stupid. I should have known that. Then you start to live that out. Yes, yes, yes. So many yeses. I love that. So good. I know we've only got like one person over on YouTube right now, but hello and welcome. Hopefully we build up our viewership on YouTube. And just so you guys know, if you can't make these lives always, we are now putting them on the podcast. So 24 hours later, you will be able to, so you can go listen to yesterday's Instagram live on the Anxious Creative, wherever you listen to podcasts, which is really, really really exciting. Are you guys stoked? I'm stoked that you're going to be able to get these everywhere. And so let's talk about late cancels and no-shows. How many of you guys are frustrated by late cancels and no-shows? Because it's so easy to get frustrated about it and have and, and feel disrespected. So I'm like getting an idea and I want to write it down and I'm trying to talk at the, at the same time. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Peachy keen is frustrated by no shows. And, and I want to ask you guys next actually, cause your participation really matters. That's what makes these lives so great because I want to make it for you. How many no shows or late cancels are you getting a week? Just put, Oh yeah. So many yeses. Just put the number in how many no? so many yeses. How many no shows or late cancels do you get a week? Oh, well, wait, I know it's always delayed, but so I did, I have a whole, hi, Chris. Hi. I have a whole workshop all around this that goes deeper into it. That goes in, into the numbers, but I believe the average is yeah. One to two, no shows. I love that. You literally put that Erica. as I was writing that two Okay. And then as you guys are putting these numbers, I want you Oh, four to six on average, what's the cost of the appointment. And so I already have taken a poll of this, but I'm curious. Four to six, one person did it three times. I fired her and collected her fee. Good for you. Heavy waxing clientele, so I see 12 people a day. Okay, yeah. Not a 10, but sometimes one to two. Always check in with my clients. Okay, and like how much is it costing you? So I know we have more than just hairstylists in here. Yeah, Erica, 200. That's kind of the average for the hairstylist is $200, 200. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of math together. you guys down for this? Because... Um, We're not numbers people generally in this industry. And I am like kind of a dork when it comes. I'm not a numbers person. Like I don't like accounting, but I was like pretty good in math. Okay. $60 around 200. Okay. I'm going to go with the $200 mark, but knowing that that's kind of average. So if it's, we'll say one to two, so we'll say 1.5 a week and there's 52 weeks in a year times $200. You guys want to know how much money you're losing a year? Are you ready? $15,600. $15,600 from your late cancels and no shows. So I'm just curious if you could have your people show up and no longer no show or late cancel, like would it be, if, if you created a system and put a strategy into place, would that be, and it was maybe made you a little uncomfortable and it was a little, maybe it was like a couple hours work, would it be worth $15,600? $15, Right, couple couple hours, on maybe not on Thanksgiving, but on a weekend. FML. Right, fifteen thousand six hundred dollars. That's on average like one point five no shows or late cancels a week at two hundred dollars, which is pretty on par. And so I want you guys to know that this stuff, this is the stuff I teach now. My my signature program, Rocker Business, has this in it along with a whole bunch of other stuff. But I do have my program, Rocker Consultation. You can go to dombrile.com/slash ryc Oh, you know what? I'm like totally messing it up right now. Hold on. I'm going to find, I have a free workshop you guys can go to actually, totally free. And you can get a a taste to see if... Okay, if you go to donbradley.com, look at me, not organized. Do not, here's the thing, you guys. I teach taking messy, immediate, imperfect action. And that's what I'm doing right now because I don't have the link available. If you go to donbradley.com, I have a banner at the top of my website that says, Watch, Confidently Enforce Your Policies Now, Watch the Workshop Replay. So you can go watch my workshop for free. And then it's actually going to give you like a super awesome deal on my my program that's all around communication and policies through custom consultations. And it'll be a game changer. But I'm gonna go deep into that today right now. So you're gonna basically get it right now too. But I just want you guys to know that you, if you go watch the workshop, it's like 45 minutes, you can watch it and then you also get a good deal. But yeah, 15. So those of you guys and cultured, I want to do like so if you're getting, I'll do your number two. If you're getting 1.5 1, 1. 1.5 no-shows times 52 at, oh, 1.5 times 52 weeks in the year at $60. That's 4,680. That's still a lot that we could get your money back and get it back in your pocket. So here's the thing is like getting people to stop no-showing and late-canceling isn't as hard as you think it is. And I'm curious, I want to know why you got like, okay, so you have, how many of you guys have policies? And maybe they're on your in your confirmation email or maybe they're on your website. Right. And like some of you guys don't have policies. Say yes if you have policies. No, if you don't, there's no shame. Remember, this is a judgment free zone. There's no shame either way. But if you don't have policies or you're not communicating them face to face and getting your clients to sign off on them and verbally agree to you. That's the game changer because at the end of the day, so this is what happens and this is what I did. I had a cancellation policy right underneath the book now button on my website. I had my cancellation policy in my confirmation email, but guess what? I never open up confirmation emails ever, ever, ever. When I see a confirmation email for, email for appointment that I booked, I just delete it because I'm like, oh yeah, I have that coming up. And so that teeny tiny text on your website or that really beautifully eloquent, eloquently written cancellation policy that's in your confirmation email... People aren't looking for your, conf- your on your, your cancellation policy. They're not looking for it because that's not what they're going to look for. You know, it's there because you put it there and you spent time and you're like, oh, I'll put it here. But when people are going to your website, they're looking how to book when people like most people aren't going to look to see what your cancellation policy is. And so what you need to do is, yes, it's important to have it on your website or your booking page. And it's also good to have it in your confirmation email. I'm not saying to get rid of it there but it's really important to have the conversation face-to-face. And I always talk about the five touch points of communicating. You need to, you know, send an email, post it on social media, have a sign up in your space as well as have the face-to-face conversation and then repeat, 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 repeat. And the most important of all five is the face-to-face conversation. If you, and it's the one people avoid the most, everyone like, you know, maybe puts a sign up for sure, sends an email or has it on their website or whatever, but, Honestly, if you were to have a a sign in your space, just talking about just a reminder about late cancels, if you were to have it in your emails, great. But the most important thing is to have that face to face conversation. And that's why I do custom consultations for all new clients. And they not only fill out a form and agree and sign off to my cancellation policy, but then I speak it out to them and I read it to them and I look them in the eye. I say, do you understand? Because there is something that when you make eye contact with someone and you have them agree while making eye contact, that is a shared memory. There is accountability there. And I will tell you, it builds so much respect. And when you, this is the secret sauce, when you build respect and trust with your clients, the chances of them late canceling and no showing for, you know, I know there's exceptions and there's emergencies and shit comes up, but the late cancels and no shows for no reason dissipate. And I literally have clients offering to pay when they can't come anymore. And then here's the other thing that I see is that people, well, like someone's like, hey, what I'm going to need to cancel late. And people get upset. Like, oh, I can't believe they just expect like there's nothing. But what I've seen my students do after they learn to communicate well is they say, great, no problem. You can cancel late. I just want to remind you of the conversation we had in the agreement that you signed off on about the cancellation policy. And they'll go, oh, yeah, no problem. Actually, you know what? I'll make it work or no problem. Charge me. We're so scared of reminding them. We think they're so we think by telling them our cancellation policy, that's gonna make them initiate offering to follow it. And that's not how it works. Rarely in the beginning will they initiate saying, like, hey, they'll let you know, and then they'll wait to see if you follow through on your policy. And so the person you're actually frustrated the most with when people no show and late cancel is yourself for not actually freaking following through on your policy. <laughs> I know that's not the answer you wanted to hear, and I know that's not the best thing to hear on this wonderful Thursday morning. But the reason why we're frustrated with our clients not following our policy is, we're hoping other people respect us, so then their respect will help us respect ourselves more. But the reality is, is other people can't respect you if you don't respect yourself first. Respect doesn't work. Them respect me, then I respect myself. Respect works. I respect myself, so that other people respect me, and it's so freaking hard. I am. This is going to be probably one of my lifelong lessons: is to learn to continually to respect myself. And it's hard and it sucks. and But it, it when you learn to build trust and you learn to communicate thoroughly and well, which is hard, communication is tough. And there's no way to ever guarantee how someone's going to perceive, receive, or understand what you say. They might misunderstand you. And that's the reality of life, right? And it sucks. But if you start, if you continue to try, you'll never figure out every situation. There's never a point where you're going to be like, okay, I finally arrived and I no longer have to deal with clients wanting to late cancel. No, when you learn to develop these muscles, you just get better at dealing with those situations. It's not about removing a situation from your life or your business. It's about getting better. Hold on, I'm going to move it. It's about getting better at how to manage and maneuver and confidently deal with it. So it's not stressing you out. It's not frustrating you. Right? Is this landing with you guys? Is this making sense? It makes a huge difference. I have one, but it's the worst time enforcing it. I even have them sign a contract. Right. So Miss Right 406, that's the, that's the biggest part. It's like, we'll have people sign it. I would say like having like a face-to-face conversation, making eye contact is really important, but then the biggest thing I see people not doing. and when In 2019, when I was like traveling and speaking a ton and then the pandemic happened, I would be like, how many of you guys have policies? And everyone would raise their hands. And then I'm like, how many of you guys enforce them? And all the hands come down. Yeah. So setting them up is important. Knowing them, having them there, setting them up, having them agree to it, but you have to follow through. Your client's not going to, like, it's great to have them offer to pay, and mine now do because we have that trust and respect, but there are still times when someone's like, has to late cancel, I still have to take the next step, right? Like, when you have to, when you get charged for something, you're not going and, and clicking a button on on the business's page to charge my card, right? So understand that you still have to follow through on it. And I know like, that's the part where we hate the most. Oh, but I don't actually want to take their money for this. Oh, I feel weird about this. We have to get rid of that weird feeling and we have to recognize. And one, that's where like knowing how much your business costs you is really important. And that's why in my program, Rock Your Business, we go through really understanding the cost of your business in an easy way because you didn't get into business to be a numbers person, nor did I, so I did all the heavy lifting for you so that you can continue to do what you love and we can get policies and systems in place that work good, that communicate well, that alleviate the stress so that when you do follow through and when you confidently follow through, you're not worrying about an unpredictable reaction because you know your client agreed to it. You also know that you have to follow through because your business has expenses that you need to pay for and so if someone not showing up, it's just not you not making money, it's actually your business losing money because your business every hour that you have open costs you money. You have rent, you have bills, right? Every, every hour, every minute that you have available costs you money. So it's not just that you're not making money, you're losing money. And when we start to understand this and we start to accept it, we start to understand that we have a business to run. And in order to continue to give great, amazing service to our clients, we need to be able to have a good business model. We're not in this for a hobby. We're not doing this just for fun. And a lot of times we feel that way because we feel like the world treats us that way. And I get it. And so it's time. The only way we're going to change that is if you and I stand up together, link arm in arm, and Red Rover the shit out of this industry together. Are you with me? We need to start showing up like the professionals. We need to start showing that we are deserving of respect. And the way we do that is show up differently. And I know you're like, but um, I'm anxious. I'm awkward. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know people. It takes some time. And I would say the easy way to do it is back up, move to a new city and start over what I did in 2014. It's actually not easier. <laughs> There's a whole lot of other stuff that comes with it. But I'll tell you this, you might have a big turnover when you start to respect yourself because people who benefited from you not having boundaries, people who benefited from you not following through on your policies might not like it because it's no longer it works as good for them anymore. But that's okay because all of a sudden what happens is like, you know, whether you're into like you believe in energetic stuff. I mean, I always say if the moon can have an effect on the tide of the ocean, it can definitely have effect on our bodies and I really believe the energy we put into things is the energy that's received. If you lose clients cuz they're they're butthurt that you might charge them for a late cancel. It's like, why are you so upset? You haven't even late canceled yet. Like if you're getting upset at this, then that shows me that you wanted to, I mean, you wouldn't say this, but that shows me that they want to take advantage of you. And that's not a client that you want. So sayonara, goodbye. Even though I'm freaked out that I might not get new clients, I know. And I trust that I will start to attract the best clients because when I start to put myself out there as a respectable person, as a professional and show them I'm different than the way everyone thinks the industry is, I mean, I started to track attract amazing clients. And when I started charging $100 for a 30-minute consultation, hate me if you will, I only got shit talk from hairstylists, never from a client. Clients thanked me. They said, oh my gosh, I have no problem paying this because finally someone will listen. It's okay to do, if you want to do things different, just because no one else has done it doesn't mean you can't. If no one else is doing it, great. That means there's a gap in the market for you to do things different. So know that getting rid of late cancels and no-shows means you have to start showing up more confidently and showing that you respect your business and start communicating it. This is the thing I see is there's this whole like thing around like, yeah, have good boundaries and like, you know, don't take shit, but then people are pendulum swinging and they're not communicating the change and communicating the change is so important. Hey, I know I've let you, you know, I know I probably told you about my late cancellation policy before, and I actually haven't enforced it the last few times that you've late canceled because I've been nervous. It also requires vulnerability and letting them know, I know I haven't charged you for your late cancels in the past, even though I have this policy. And I just want to remind you of the policy because maybe you've forgotten. And I want to let you know that if it happens another time, I will have to charge you because my business is hurting and I want to be able to continue to do your hair. And the only way I can continue to do your hair is I start implementing these policies. Otherwise, my business is going to crumble and I won't be able to do this anymore. Right? Is that helpful for you guys? anytime I don't have the conversation because of being scared or anxious, I regret it so much when they end up canceling late and act like it's no big deal and refuse to pay. Right? Cheyenne. Like we always, and like, that's the thing it's a practice and practicing things is like when you get out of practice, you have to like develop that muscle again. Like, Playing the piano as a kid, I hated practicing, but then I'd go to my lesson and I wouldn't be any good, right? Or working out. If you work out a bunch, you build that strength and it's not so hard. But if you stop for a while, then you have to build that strength up again. So you have to. the The beginning part is the hardest part, and you might stumble over your words, and you might, you know, people are always like, "Don, can you just come do it?" Know that I this didn't come naturally to me in the beginning. At all. It took me flubbing up my words, tripping over things, going like and learning to just be vulnerable in front of my clients and saying, sorry, this is just really hard for me because I care about you and money's a weird topic to talk about. But I'm realizing that like if I don't learn to talk about money, my business is not going to be, it's not going to be, period. And I need to be, you know, I do this to make a living. I love what I do. Yes. And I love seeing you and know that. And I if I could do it. You know, just for fun, I would. But the reality is, is I do need to make a living from it, and I'm realizing that I have shied away and make it about yourself. I have shied away from following through my policies because money makes me uncomfortable. But the reality is, is that it's not that I just don't make money; it's that it costs my business money. Okay, I'm like way behind on the comments. Hello, hello, hello. Is this landing with you guys? I want to move to another city and start over. I'm just scared. Lila, I hope I'm saying that right. I mean, I was 31 years old. I sold my house. I packed up my whole salon. I was making um, almost 200. I was bringing in almost $200,000 a year at that point. And I had no plan. I moved here and I knew no one. I had no network. I had no job. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had zero plan and I didn't plan on working from my home. And I ended up working from my home for, for a year because I didn't want to, I'm a control freak. And there was no salon suites then. And Oh, look at this might be your own boss. There was no salon suites then. And I didn't want to rent a chair because I didn't want to like be in other people's environment. So I just worked on my own and I was fully booked within 12 weeks. So Lila, I have a free resource on my website, donbradley.com. If you go to the Academy page, you can get my client attraction playbook, but where are you guys at with this? So late cancels it's one, like the foundation of it is building respect. You need to build trust and respect. And the way you build trust with people is by being vulnerable if you can't be vulnerable and honest, people aren't gonna trust you. And so when you can when you have clients come in for the first time, or I have clients come in for a consultation first, I have a whole process. I break it down in my rock your consultation program. That program, if you have a rock your business right now, it's already included in there. If you want a smaller taste of my education, go get my policies and workshop replay. It's so good. You can find it at It's on the top. But honestly, if you You need to be able to have a conversation, having like your cancellation policy on the bottom of your website, having it in your confirmation email is good. You need to have the conversation. You need to have the conversation. You need to make eye contact. You need to have them sign off and verbally agree. And then you have to follow through because the reality is, is that it won't eliminate it. It'll, it will, when they understand that it will eliminate people late canceling and no showing, but there will be times when it comes up. So you'll have less of them, but then you still need to follow through. But when you remember, okay, I remember having this conversation with this client. I remember making, making eye contact with them. I have proof that they signed it. I'm not scared because I already know that they understand they have to pay. But the only reason why we're anxious to follow through on our policies most of the time is because like, do they know? Did they understand? I don't know. They read it. They cl- they clicked the box, but like we never had a, like there was never a conversation about it. And so when you have that conversation up front, when you set these things up front and you you make yourself have the conversation with your client and you look them in the eye and you say, "I know you signed this, but I just want to make sure you fully understand it. So if there comes a time where you have to cancel late cancel or or you do no show, I will charge your card on file." Do you understand? And they go, "Yes. Okay, great." And so if and when that comes, I mean, one, if someone, just to put this out there for you guys, when someone no-shows on me, I have dog hair in my mouth. When someone no-shows on me, I first reach out to see if they're okay. Because I legit was like cursing one of my client's names once. (laughs) being like, I can't believe how disrespectful she didn't show up this is rude. I'm for sure charging her, which like I was saying that. And then I was like, push comes to shove back then. I was like 20, 2010. I was like, no, I'm too chicken shit to actually charge her. But I would talk a big game, right? Like we'll all like talk the big game, like without our clients present. Like, I can't believe they did that. I'm totally charging them. That's so rude. They need to respect me. And then they're like, Hey, I'm so sorry. they No problem. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Right. We're like totally like two faced with them because we like feel real confident when they're not there. But then when they're there. And so anyway, I was like cursing this client's name. And then I find out she was in like a fatal car. She didn't die, but her passenger died in a fatal car crash. And she was like almost like her life was in critical condition and she was in the hospital. So when someone no shows, I don't first assume offense. Right. I always reach out and find out if they're okay. And then there's always exceptions to rules. And that's like when I communicate my policies, I say it's very clear here. Obviously, there are exceptions to this and I deal with it case by case, but I do want to let you know that like you will be charged. And me AFL, yeah, right, Jackie? Like we totally, I think you're saying it's like we talk the big game and we're like uber confident and we're like totally gonna do this. And they come in and you're like, hey, yeah, don't worry, it's fine, fine, well, it's okay, right? And we people please not to make the other person happy. We people please to pacify them and have a, predict- a predictable response from them. That's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to avoid unpredictable responses. And so it's not that we do it to make them happy. We do it to make sure we can predict the outcome. It's about smooth sailing. We pacify our clients not to make them happy. Don't get confused. People pleasing is not making people happy. It is pacifying and creating a predictable future. Because if we're honest, we don't know what if they what if they respond aggressively or combatively. Then what? Then I have to like get my defenses up and I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to whatever. So if someone no-shows, I reach out and see if they're okay first. Hey, checking in, is everything okay? I noticed you had an appointment and you didn't show up. And then case by case. And that's where like, I think scripts are really good. And I have a lot of scripts and templates that I give inside of my membership to you guys. But also it's like, it's also case by case. And you have to learn to develop confidence in how you communicate. And I always say kindness, compassion, and empathy, doing everything, showing your client that you do everything not to them or at them, but for them. And when you learn to really bring that in rather than a scripted response, you can, you can go case by case and you really know how to flow through the moments. And so I want to help. I want to give you guys scripts and templates and help you word things. But I also just want to help develop that confidence muscle, which means it's really weak right now, but there is an inner confident person inside you. And I know they're in there because if you like Jackie and I are like, Oh, I can't believe they did that. I'm totally charging them. Blah, blah, blah. If you're like that, then you have that confidence. It's just finding, getting that confidence muscle where it needs to be with other people. And it's not about being aggressive. It's about being kind, compassionate. Hey, I noticed that you late canceled, just checking in and seeing if you're okay. And if they're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. No worries. That happens. I just want to remind you of my cancellation policy that we went over in the beginning when you started coming to me. I will be, I will have to charge you for this appointment, but I really hope that I get to see you in the future. Done tone and how you approach it is everything. If it's like, I'm going to have to charge you now, just so you know, I'm going to have to charge you. Like if you come at them aggressively, they're going to respond defensively. If you come at them compassionately, they're going to likely respond understanding. Now there's no way to predict it hundred percent, but that's like that you can control conversations more than you realize. That's exactly what it is, light bulb moment. Yeah, we're trying to pacify and control the future response. We're not actually trying to make them happy. And that's why we keep clients on that we don't love, right? Because it's just easier to have smooth sailing and be be unhappy than to like deal because we've learned to try to pacify other people. We've become, because most of us are probably empathetic people, we have learned that life is just easier and more predictable to push aside our feelings and pacify and predict calm waters ahead with everyone around us and likely because as kids the adults in our lives were unpredictable and we didn't know how, like we would be on edge so we've learned the art of creating smooth sailing and pacifying other people so with that you need to build trust you need to build respect that starts in the beginning so that when it comes to if you have to follow through and you have to follow through here's the thing i don't care how well written your policies are how well set up they are, if you don't actually follow through on them and find a way to do it in a compassionate, empathetic, kind way that shows them you're not trying to punish them, but that you're doing it so in a good way. Hi, Sarai, that this is this is a way you build trust, you build respect, and you commute you follow through on them in a way that communicates to them that you're caring for them, then you're gonna be it's gonna be so much easier. I have charged so many clients for no shows and late cancels that have had no issue with it. And not tons and tons. It's not like I get, I don't get as many as late cancels and no shows as I once did because people trust and respect my time. I show up as a professional. I show up differently than most of the hairdressers they've come across and experienced most of their life. And they go, oh, wow, this is different. Oh, wow. This is like a very professional setting. It's still fun and it's casual and I'm goofy and it's me, but they know where I stand when it comes to my policies. I'm not going, is it okay if I charge you for this late cancel? right? Then they can say no. And I know we do, we say like, is it okay? Because we want to soften it. We want to, pre- you know, it's not people pleasing. It's trying to pacify people and have a predictable response. But like I said, if you can switch that and you want to pacify them, and have a predictable, predictable response, then learn to communicate in a kind, compassionate, empathetic way, but still firm. Hey, no problem. I get that stuff comes up and your car broke down. I mean i had someone do that my car broke down do you still want me to come yeah we have ubers and we have the train and we have buses like there's many that's not my issue to get you here i didn't say that that's what i felt and i said oh unfortunately like your car breaking down is not is not an exception i can make since there's other modes of transportation i totally understand this sucks And I'm bummed that I didn't get to see you today, but I do want to remind you of my cancellation policy. And because this falls under a late cancellation, I am going to have to charge you. I'll charge the card on file. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Let me know if you'd like to reschedule. I was so looking forward to seeing you. I can't wait till I can see you again. Right. And they might get a little butt hurt, but if you're like, yeah, that's not a legit excuse. And I mean, and this is what, this is what happens. We would never like how I was saying, and you guys let me know if you're, if you're this way with me. We, because, because we want to, we're not confident talking face-to-face, we would never say things to things like this to people's faces. But now that texting and DMing is the way that we communicate with clients, we get snarky and passive aggressive and texts and DMs. You do it. You know, you do it, but you hide it as like, oh, I wasn't meaning it that way. You keep it enough so that you hope that they pick up on the little bit of snarkiness and you, they read between the lines. But also if they call you out on it, you can be like, that's not what I meant. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you, can you admit that you do that? Cause I know I've done it. And it's hard to admit because we don't want to admit the shitty sides of ourselves. I just I recorded a podcast and it's coming out this Monday. And it's all about how I was talking to my mom about a friend of mine. And I was talking just like factually, but like information about her life that I shouldn't have been sharing with my mom. And then I looked down at my phone because I'd just been texting with her. And I was like, oh, that text didn't send. Press send. And then I realized it had done voice to text what I had been telling my mom about my friend. And it did not look good. And it was a very humbling moment for me. So that story's on the podcast this coming Monday, of going like one of my closest friends. It looks like I was shit talking her. I was sharing information about her life that is not mine to share. It was to my mom, so thank God it was like someone safe. But at the same time, like that part of me, I try so hard to be a compassionate, judgment free person. But the reality is, is I'm human, and we have those moments, right? And it was a, it's when we have those moments being able to go, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I understand that I've broken your trust. And I understand that, that I have shown a side of, of, to you of myself that I don't like. And I try to keep in check, but that was a very human moment to me. That was unfair to you. I'm so sorry. Please accept my apology. I understand. I I hope, I mean, I'm going in a different direction now, but I hope I can repair our friendship and I can earn back your trust. But I understand that if I can't, and if it's going to take our friendship some time. It was so hard because what I wanted to do, and this is what we do when things come up, what I wanted to do is go, oh my gosh, It recorded my voice to text, and that is not what I said. It looks way worse than it was, but let me tell you what it is. And I would have made up a story, making it sound way less to protect myself and reduce the shame I was feeling on myself. I would have lied to myself about what happened, lied to my friend so that I could kind of save face and look like a good person. But honestly, when we do shitty things, when mistakes happen, I know I've totally taken a tangent here, but if you mess up someone's hair, if you, um, you know, accidentally do something, it's better to be vulnerable and honest and truthful about your very human moment. And I will tell you, even though it's harder to admit that person on the receiving end will hear it and feel it and, and appreciate it way more. So when it comes to clients and someone, you know, a client you're wanting to make a snarky, passive, aggressive comment, you're wanting to kind of like be tit for tat, hold back, hold back, Take a deep breath and go, what is the kindest, most compassionate way I can deal with this? How can I inform them about the policies that I have? Did I have a conversation with them about my policies before? And then if you haven't had face-to-face conversations about your late cancellation policies or any policies, then what you can do now is say, hey, to your clients, I got to apologize to you take the humble road. I got to apologize to you. I realize that I've had a late cancellation and no-show policy, but I haven't communicated it thoroughly to you. And so what I'm doing now is I'm taking the time to sit down with every client and just go through my policies now to make sure we're on the same page and to make sure that I can protect my business moving forward. This isn't to punish you. Know that. It's to just make sure that you understand my policies, so that moving forward, I can protect my business so that I can create availability and keep my prices at a a reasonable place so that you can enjoy your appointments. What do you guys think? Are you on board for that? late cancellations and no shows suck. And like I said, and maybe we'll talk about emotional discounting tomorrow, but like I said, so if you're having average one to two late cancels or no shows a week at an average of $200, which is the, a hairstylist average. And I know we've got lash techs and estheticians here. We have one to two late, n- late, no shows or late cancels a week at around $200. You are costing your business almost $16,000 a year. And so many people I see want to become six-figure hairstylists, want to make more money, and they keep pushing themselves harder instead of taking a couple hours, getting your policies in a really good place, making sure you communicate it, and not having to work any extra, just getting your clients to show up or following through on your policy and charging them. If you could make $1,600, make $16,000 more next year just by building trust and respect with your clients... And being able to have the confidence to follow through on your policies when you need to, although following, you won't have to follow through on on them nearly as much as how many you're having right now, because they'll start showing up and respecting, is it worth it? Because you guys can go sign up and get my free workshop, donbradley.com. It's the banner at the top of my website. Go sign up for my free work, the replay of my workshop, learn how to set your policies in place and communicate them well. And start moving. I mean, there's a special offer to get my Rock Your consultation program at the end of that, but you don't have to get my, you don't, you can do it on your own. That's the reality. Like you can do these things on your own. Um, RSV and influenza is ruining my schedule this week. I've had such a hard time enforcing it when it's out of their control. Yes, that, that is a tough one. And I mean, when like the whole last couple of years, and that's why I, so if you have a 24 hour cancellation policy, That's what I have had majority of the time. But honestly, I suggest a 48 hour cancellation policy with like more of like a 24 hour. Like if you cancel within 24 hours, like people should know if they're sick 24 hours. I know there's exceptions, but it's hard to get those spots filled up. That's why creating a revenue generating waitlist is really important. That's why. And I have a whole I don't know if I have that workshop available. Creating a revenue generating waitlist I don't know if you can go get that is so important because if you can create a revenue generate, getting people hyped to be on your wait list and then getting people hyped and like excited to grab last minute, last minute availability, you can build that anticipation. You can build that excitement, incentivize it. Hey, like have a wait list. And then when you have a last minute cancellation, shoot an email or a text or DM or however you're going to do it out to your wait list and be like first person to snag this gets a free shampoo and conditioner or like some retail, because even though that shampoo and conditioner costs you like 40 bucks, that's like an $80 value to them. And it costs you 40 bucks, but you're going to get someone to book in for that appointment. So it's like, you're still winning. So create excitement. Like you want to get on my wait list, because if you get on my wait list, then I, every month I draw for something, everyone that's on my wait list. So just make it just being on the wait list is a benefit. And then when you have a last minute cancellation, instead of posting a story on Instagram and being like, well, I tried, but nobody did it. Get excited about it. OMG, if you're on my waitlist, or even if you don't want to have a waitlist, list, but you want to post it on, on social media, you're going to post it on your stories. Don't just post a graphic last minute opening, right? Be like, holy cow, I just had a last minute opening and I want you to have it. So the first person to DM me and take it is going to get this thing extra. Incentivize it. Make it so someone wants to take it. Right? So that when those exceptions happen and you do waive your policy, you have something there that gets people excited wanting to take it. But if you're just like, well, I tried, I posted this or I did this. Yeah. Like I wouldn't book it either when it's not that exciting. Like, oh, well, I was going to go get my hair done in, in like four weeks from now or whatever. So I'll just keep it. Right? But wouldn't you rather that person who has an appointment four weeks from you now take the last minute opening now, and now you have four weeks to fill that other one. So much more likely to fill that. So create incentive And excitement, because there are exceptions. So when there's exceptions, yes. But $16,000, is it worth it to put a little bit of oomph into it? Put a little bit of oomph. Get a little bit excited, even if you have to fake it. Fake your excitement. But people like think about When you start watching the advertisements you see, whether it's like you're watching YouTube and an ad pops up, or you're watching TV and an ad pops up, do people go, you should probably buy this thing because it's really great and it's available. No, they're like, oh my gosh, we got to let you know about this thing. And it changed in my life so much easier, right? Get excited, get excited. And you got to build. I know I have a workshop, build a revenue generating waitlist. It was a bonus for my students. I don't know where it is, but I'll find it. I'll find it. And I forgot. What do you recommend when you have to cancel on your clients? Oh yeah. So this is a hot topic. Lots of people are like, so what do I do when I have to cancel on my clients? You just cancel on them because it's probably not that often that you have to cancel on them. And you say like, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. You know, something unforeseen has come up and I have to cancel your appointment. I will reschedule you as quickly as I can. Lots of people think, so if I'm going to charge my clients for like canceling, should I like give my clients money for, no, I've never seen that happen. I kind of get like the logic, but I don't agree with it. So you cancel and then you reschedule them when you can. Cool. Building trust, building respect means communicating thoroughly, compassionately and clearly. Don't dance around things because it's uncomfortable. It means requiring you to get you got to build trust, respect and communicate clearly, which means being vulnerable, honest and open and clear and then you have to follow through. And if you don't follow through, you can't be mad at your clients. They're not going to come and offer to pay. They're not going to come swipe their card for you. You got to be thorough. You got to take their card and have it on file. You got to be willing to charge them. And when you know how to communicate with kindness and compassion and empathy, it's not that hard. It's not that scary. And there their their pushback won't be there because you've done your job. And this will have you bringing in $16,000 more in uh, next year on average with literally like just a little, getting a little uncomfortable. And it's only uncomfortable for the first little bit until it becomes a habit until you do, until that confidence muscle has worked out a little bit so that it gets strong. Like when you work out your muscle, it's like hard. You don't have the strength. You're really, it's like a lot of extra effort. And then the next day you're sore. Same. You're going to like, going to start to enforce your policies. policies, You're going to start to communicate them. You're going to start build trust and respect. And you're going to feel like it's so much. And it's, you're going to be a little sore the next day. But then all of a sudden you're going to do it again. And it's going to be like, that wasn't so hard. Wait, this is, oh my gosh, this is like clockwork. But the only way you get there is through practice. I would love that wait list class when you find it. Yeah, I think I've, I've got to find it. I feel like it might be inside of Rock Your Business. I'll look. Anyway, you guys, that's it for today's Business Breakfast and Bedhead. If you have missed any of these or you can't come live on them, they are now going to be on the podcast. So we have a new, a new Anxious Creative podcast episode every Monday, and then Tuesday to Saturday, we'll have the Business Breakfast and Bedhead. You know, 24 hours after it is. So yesterday's Business Breakfast and Bedhead is now live on the Anxious Creative. You can also watch it over on YouTube. I'm going live there. Hi, one person that's watching it on YouTube. Awesome. Okay, well, have a great day, you guys. This is great. I love you. Get outside your comfort zone. And you don't have to, this is what I, this is what I've been ending with. Growing requires getting outside of your comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, it continues to shrink on you and you become smaller and smaller. But so many people are in their comfort zone and they want to get here and they think, how do I get there? The way you get there is just taking straddling your comfort zone. Go on the outside, and then all of a sudden your comfort zone expands. One step. I had someone DM me and they're like, I'm doing it even if it's just baby steps. And I was like, not just baby steps, everything is baby steps. All you want to do is take baby steps. Stop thinking you need to take, to, take, need to take giant leaps. Growth does not require giant leaps. That's when you hurt yourself. That's when you pull a muscle. That's when you break a leg. That's when you hurt your business. Do not take giant leaps. I just want you to take baby steps. Get a little uncomfortable. So before I go, how many of you guys are willing? To, maybe it's like getting uncomfortable with your family this today. How many of you guys are willing to get a little uncomfortable today for the sake of growth? Even if it feels like you fall flat on your face today, you're willing to get a little uncomfortable to grow and expand and get to where you want to be eventually. Give me a yes. And now there's always like this delayed response. (laughs) You guys are amazing. You're stronger than you think. You're more courageous than you know. And you're made for big things. Have an awesome day, you guys. And we'll see you here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye bye thanks so much for listening to the podcast and business breakfast embedded like i said i would love for you to join me live on instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m mountain standard time that's 7 a.m pacific 10 a.m eastern and get your questions answered directly from me it's so fun and it's super cash and i'm always in my bedhead, usually in my pjs and we have the best time and if you enjoyed this episode Let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you gotta do to win some awesome prizes and merch, and who knows, I think the the prizes are gonna get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me, and I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month, and I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this, and until the next episode, stay weird, friend.